0: spent my last dollar getting here, won my ticket and you're talking to me about healing through belief.
1: You're a man looking at the world through a keyhole and you've spent your whole life trying to widen that keyhole, to see more, to know more, and now on hearing that it can be widened in ways you can't imagine, you reject the possibility. No,
0: I reject it because I do not believe in fairy tales about chakras or energy or the power of belief. There is no such thing as spirit. We are made of matter and nothing more. You're just another tiny momentary speck within an indifferent universe.
2: You think too little of yourself.
0: Oh, you think you see through me, do you? or well, you don't. Do You expect me to talk?
1: Hello and welcome to episode 136 of Do You Expect Us To Talk? I am your host, Becca, in the London Sanctum and joined by Chris in New York and Dave in Hong Kong. Actually, just joking, we're only in up north and down south. How are you guys doing?
0: Good evening, folks. Which doesn't answer your question, but I don't. I, I struggle with all this false how's it going bullshit. We've been chatting for 10 minutes.
2: So. <laughs> um, I think
0: yeah, no, I don't mind you asking. It's or should like I a say, feeling magical? But I don't know how not to sound false when we do it, though. <laughs> I-, I am absolutely outstanding, thank you. Hey,
1: thank you so much. Cheers.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, think... I'm
1: full of cold as well, so you have to excuse me sounding all snuffly.
2: I tried to cough all the way through it down your ear holes. Well, just think now's the perfect time to
1: record your blues album. Well, this is it. <laughs> With my husky voice. Though I don't sound as sexy as Charlie Brigden, so
0: nobody sounds as sexy as Charlie Brigden.
1: No, he is the ultimate sexy voice. Apart from
0: you, Dave, of course. But Well, there is that. Well, (laughs) apart from me, kind of. Apart from you, (laughs) myself is a bit of a given, to be honest. You're being generous, really, weren't you?
1: So, goes Dave, then Charlie, and then. Sorry, Chris. You're yeah, but
0: we we want Charlie to uh, you, you know we want Charlie to appear soon. So I've got we've got to like kiss his ass a little bit just in case he's listening.
1: <laughs> he is generally a legend, and obviously he became a Twitter moment.
0: Generally a week. legend.
1: Generally a legend.
0: I think he's often specifically a legend. <laughs> Quite so specifically,
1: anyway. a legend right. in his own lifetime. Yes. Yes, yeah, so that was our attempt to discuss the mystic side of Marvel as we. Finally review with Doctor Strange, starring a whole bunch of people with names I'm going to mangle, so excuse me. Starring Benedict, Benedict Cumbersnatch. That's the, that's the <laughs> number one, as I call him. Year G- For, G- Rachel McAdams, Tilda Swinton, Mads Mikkelson, Michael Stolbarg, Amira Sayal, who <laughs> oh, I totally forgot was in this film. The score by the amazing Michael J. written by John Svater, Scott Derrickson, and Sarah Cargo. directed by Scott Derrickson, and released 2016. We're getting closer and closer to
0: an Endgame. We are getting closer, although they, they they sort of update to three films a year the following year. Mm. So so just as we get close, they start throwing more roadblocks in the way. Yeah,
1: they start. getting further and further so, away. So but...
0: yeah, Infinity War or not Infinity War, my apologies. Endgame will be I think 100 and episode 144, and obviously we're on 136, so we've still got eight to go, folks. Can I cram them all in? Uh yeah, well we should be recording in uh, Endgame. But... Not that long after its release. We should be able to do it straight off cinema. So we will finish Marvel in one hit. We will.
2: Uh, Until Spider-Man...
0: Yeah, but finishes (laughs) the Infinity Saga, as they're now going to call it. We will revisit Marvel once in a while and you know do a couple of years worth or whatever sixty you know, it's like, it's like as we do
1: with bond because it's an ongoing series isn't it so hopefully the difference
0: with bond is that will always be weekend of release but then that's quite easy to arrange when they only do one film every ice age <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, every, every but, but obviously with marvel i don't think i've i don't know that we're intending to sort of keep up we'll revisit no. now and again we will this is a good place we'll to top up it.
2: with like two or three or whatever we feel like at the yeah time.
0: we'll do one a year and then it will be three or we'll do one every two years and it will be a little run of half a dozen or something yeah. but th- this was our marvel series this is what we wanted to do we couldn't have left it in a better place i mean we could have done this a couple of years ago and sort of stopped after guardians 2 or something and all of a sudden you've you've got 15 films or 16 films or something like that and, and an incomplete saga so we are going to finish it in a place where it's it's going to be finished, which is, uh, you know, not finished forever, but finished as in Anna no, and and uh, a certain group of actors we believe as well who who might move on or at least not be as uh, central central to it anymore. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Also, we've got uh, Tarantino to pick up on
0: as well. I would like to do that weekend of release if if at all possible. Um, I'll try and rab- nab the website review if I can, although there's no guarantee because that one will be popular. So I suspect that'll be a question of sort of see it and record it. So yeah, there'll be a Tarantino show in the summer. Uh, we haven't done X Men yet, so we don't have to sub- subject ourselves to Dark Phoenix yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, we do because Chris and I well, did. We now have
1: the merger with Fox, um, Disney buying out of Fox. So it's going to
0: happen. Uh, yeah, we're recording this the day after that that deal closed. Um, but of course, I mean, it, it may... <clears throat> Just one more may... step to Disney own everything. Well, well, yeah, there will might... be
1: the Monopoly.
0: What might date very badly? This comment I'm about to make might date very badly. I might end up looking spectacularly stupid. But I've read people saying today, that's brilliant. That means they could do, a, you know, like an X Men cameo or a Wolverine cameo at the end of uh, Endgame. I'm thinking they would have been crazy to film that ahead of time. Um, I, there's no evidence they've rec- recast any kind of refit. And why would you have a tease for your new universe before Dark Phoenix comes out?
2: I, I, I have a got... feeling that if it's anything, it's going to be more Fantastic Four, if anything.
0: But it, uh, if they do something like that, it'll be very oblique. Yeah. It'll just the hint of a reference or the hint of a silver surfer or it'll be something very very oblique Cause so I don't believe they've cast anything we're already in 2019 I don't think you can expect X-Men films in a new universe to start arriving until sort of 2022 um, mm. that I don't feel so stupid about I might get that wrong because you don't know what's been going on behind the scenes but I, I would I, I don't believe that they will have gone too far down a road with any of this um so i think they will they, they will ignore that um they will ignore that deadpool comes from the same universe as that x men universe and sort of carry on with him um and then i suspect the x men will get rebooted well i'm hearing i'm hearing dark phoenix phoenix is almost hilariously bad so let's I, I just can't
2: believe that they've actually sort of remade last stand more or less with the same fucking guy <laughs> <laughs> like the same guy, they hired the, the exact same guy who what, wrote right Stand. Yeah, yeah
0: wrote it, Simon Kinberg, so. and he's
2: writing and directing the the, the new version well, of the Dark. Apocalypse,
0: was, Apocalypse was terrible, but the, the the woman playing her from Game of Thrones is is um, was one of the worst things in it. And this is this was delayed a whole year, and then they were going to bring it out sort of around last month. And then they changed their mind and said it was going to be in the summer. I believe that's because the trailer was released was well received in China, so they are hoping that that's a better time to open it in China. But I can't believe this will be anything other than awful. And the the X Men are shat on its own timeline, logic, and everything so badly now that I want it to go away. Even though First Class was good, Days of Future Past wasn't bad. Logan was was very good for two thirds of it. I, I just think the bat, was terrible. when they get it bad, that it's so bad. Apocalypse was so bad. I will go and see it. We'll do it for the summer review. I may try and grab it for a website review or something like that. But not only do I anticipate it being very, very poor, but the last film, the last film with X-Men in its title, was so poor that I don't want this universe anymore. Rest uh, it, it's, Rest it's it for a couple of years and let's see Marvel's take on it. Plus, they've they've barely aged. They've aged the They've they've moved the they've moved them on like thirty plus years without aging them. Because this is going to be set in about ninety seven, I believe.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. A first class was set during the Cuban Missile Crisis, so about nineteen sixty one.
1: Oh yeah, of course it was. Yes. They've
0: not aged in about 35 36 years.
1: No, they'll have to go back and de age again <laughs> at this rate.
0: Just fucking start again. You've made a mess of it.
1: Dear, oh, dear, rehash.
0: Yeah, so um, we, we will do that one day, but that's not immediate. Uh, another thing, we, we will need to talk about Running Order at some point because the Terminator series isn't that far away. And actually, there's a Terminator film at the end of the year.
1: Oh, I forgot about that.
0: So, I don't uh, I did
1: it one I even saw Genesis.
0: It's really terrible.
1: It's misspelt name. and. Uh, I don't else. care about
0: that because it's a brand name. It's a of brand course. name within the film's universe, so that's yeah. just like that's that's not a problem at all. No, fair enough. The, the film is spectacularly stupid. I think Genesis was like a computer operating system or something like that.
2: It's still dumb to have as your title, in fairness. Oh, I quite
0: agree, but it's not the. In, in
2: context, it's fine, but yeah,
0: you got to sell it. Either like thing is the thing with with the Terminator series is the first one's a masterpiece, the second one's overrated but good, the third one is like watchable, it's not terrible, it's watchable enough.
2: Has, has a decent ending, you think alright, fair enough, let's end four it there. And,
0: Four and five are dreadful, so on balance, it'll be, how does this one come out, will it be, if it's passable, then that series will be okay to cover. If only for the fact I'll rant like fuck about a couple of them. Yeah. So, that'll be fun in itself. So yeah, we're still talking running order coming up, we do know Mission Impossible is next though.
2: We, 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 also, we have Mission Impossible. Is that
0: yes, Mission Impossible? Mission Impossible. Is, it Possible Direct from John Yes, uh, but we won't make the release. We won't. Yeah, yeah. We, I suspect by the time we get to it, that'll be a few months, maybe even a year away. Um, although that can always change, but maybe we'll focus it. I mean, definitely Mission Impossible's next. Then we were talking about having a look at RoboCop, but yeah. I was hoping to time that with RoboCop Returns and I've heard nothing since the announcement as to when that's actually happening. So the Neil Blomkamp... Robocop
2: Returns.
0: Yeah, Neil Blomkamp has been given it.
2: Oh, Oh, no. Right. right. What's wrong with Neil Blomkamp?
0: Apart from his first film. That's going to be interesting. Well, his first film was great and nothing since.
2: I kind of like his other films, even though.
0: I I didn't like Elysium, and I really hated Chappie.
2: Is that because it was just an irritating side character?
0: I can't even remember. I've, 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 I've... I don't want to slip into cliche. I was about to say I've done my best to um, forget it. I haven't done my best to do anything. Just I have given it a thought since I went. But I thought he started with a nigh on. He's a little bit like Duncan Jones in that regard. The film he started with was so interesting that everything he's done since has come off as vaguely disappointing. Yeah. But if they're going to set it as a direct... bit like Terminator, it's going to be a direct sequel to like the first one. Um, oh, okay. A bit like his idea for Alien was as well, where mm. it was going to be straight after like two. Kind of, and, um, kind of
2: similar to what they did with Halloween recently. Just...
0: Yeah, ignore everything after the first one. With Terminator, it's the first two. Yeah. I think it's going to be a sequel to Terminator 2. So, ignore the rest. But, yeah. We'll, we'll figure out running order. But um, it's funny because we don't often... We do chat offline quite a lot through Messenger and stuff. But we haven't talked running order very much at all. We just... We've got one. We've got it sketched out. But... Um, whether we'll stick with it I don't I really don't know I, I don't know what our plans are I know that um yeah Mission Impossible probably Robocop then we were looking at maybe Fast and Furious I'm not sure we'll we'll work on the running order it may change
2: oh yeah because you got um Sean Hobbs haven't you
0: yeah but again once you get through a series you'll probably miss its release mm. so I don't know we'll figure it out we so got, got, got my
1: Lethal backup. Weapon Boxer
0: <laughs> Lethal Weapons <laughs> Lethal Weapons in the next like Five or six series, but again, each series takes a while.
1: Exactly. Yeah. It depends um, on. I just thought it was quite. We funny were that.
0: originally going to do it next, but we all want to do Mission Impossible. Yeah, we've kind of we, bumped we, it. And we list. all got a bit hard over the idea of doing RoboCop as well, so that jumped it. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's Slowly moving down. Yeah. So we'll oh, see. Damn. But yeah, I think that tells you something almost inadvertently about how I feel about this week's film.
2: What well, the fact that we spent about the past ten minutes talking about anything but this film?
0: This film inherently gives me a little bit of Marvel fatigue, I think. I it won't last because Guardians Two next and Spider Man and Thor Ragnarok some really great stuff to go go actually Phase Three's been actually very good I think, but I didn't really get on with this film. Um, I'd yet to reap two thousand and sixteen was the sort of second disappointment in a row to me. And I've reappraised, like, Civil War now. I feel differently about it. It's the last film we released, so you'll hear what we thought about it. But 2014 was, was so good, and then 2015 was mediocre at best. And Civil War's structurally a bit fucked in its way. I mean, I love it, but it's it's got quite a bit wrong with it. And then this came out, and I kind of just felt like so many things about it. I'm no expert on the Doctor Strange character; never read a comic of his. Um, so I'm going to be commenting purely from this film. In the build-up to it, I had no strong feelings. Benedict Cumberbatch felt a bit, you know, casting du jour. Um, there was a stage of like putting me in in anything, and also He's
1: Sherlock by this point, isn't he? Pretty much, and
0: he'd been Sherlock for about uh, five years. <laughs> No, he'd been he'd been Sherlock for about five years. Yeah, though, he'd like been yeah game. previously. So. Sherlock had long since jumped the fucking shark.
1: Definitely.
0: But um, and then they give it to Scott Scott Derrickson, and I couldn't think. The exorcism of Emily Rose was sticking to mind. Yeah, he's probably horror kind of
1: horror yeah. thing in the background, but apparently he was a big fan and but the, you know, he spent his own money to, to really be here. So,
0: well, I doubt he spent his own money on this. And they're not going to really ask what is the job? they're, they're not going to. Oh, actually, I know what you're getting at. Uh, there's a scene he did a full sort of
1: um, yeah it's like kind of concepts of concept
0: almost yeah uh, it's the hospital scene a bit later on but the worry when I looked at his filmography was The Day the Earth Stood Still the wow. Keanu Reeves remake from 2008 which is epically stupid because everywhere in the world is in daylight at the same time which is quite funny it's mm-hmm. one of those <laughs> not very well thought through films that you put on Keanu Reeves and then make it quite a talky part He's which escorted. is never a good idea so that all concerned me, and I just thought, I don't know what they, and then I don't, I don't really don't know what they're going to do with this, and I didn't know much more than that. The writers I didn't know too much about, except John Spates made Prometheus, but again, he co-wrote it with Damon Lindelof, so I don't know who to blame there. <laughs> um, but he hadn't done a lot before this, so that was the only thing that stuck out. And, and even the best filmmakers. Don't, write something not so good um, and then as for the film itself because I'm going on a bit and I need to pass on to YouTube but um, the the film itself just as a, a headline level I just thought was, bearing in mind I don't know the cam- character but it was a bit miscast in that Benedict Cumberbatch strikes me as having a shit American accent again Americans tell me I'm wrong tell me there are parts, places people speak like that but it just sounds that like British version of an accent where they lower their voice slightly and, and emphasize the R's way too much. Mm. Um, and and it it just it doesn't really work. And I just think, well, just do a retcon in this universe and have him with his own accent or something. But I did
2: I did think of that. I did think, well, would it really matter if he was just like? I don't, know, doctor, I don't know the character.
0: I don't, well yeah. maybe, maybe there's something fundamentally American about him. I mean, probably not,
2: but then you have to think. Well, what if all of a sudden you just made Spider-Man British? How different, you know? What what, what is it but about he's, him becoming he's from Queen? From, like, yeah,
0: Queens, isn't he? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, certainly in the early part of this film, he's you know he is aggressively capitalist, although it's painted as. I think the film is trying to paint it as he's looking for interesting cases, but he's clearly into his money. He's got—I know there's a time motif, but he's got dozens of expensive watches and an expensive apartment, and drives a fucking wankmobile. <laughs> um, you know, and it, and it's totally—you know—he's taken the cases that that show. So, you know, perfect example of every we're, doctor we're, I've known, really, for the avoidance. Oh well, yeah, for, pretty much. For the
1: avoidance, yeah, they're,
0: they're all loaded. For the avoidance of doubt, we're from a capitalist country as well, but one gets the feeling when we go to the united states it's like on fucking speed there that (laughs) that like money's all that fucking matters and that's definitely like dialed into the dna of the character in this film but i just i just really struggled with it i I just struggled with i I don't know what this guy's skill set is they sort of explain it a bit but i don't know if i'm too dumb to get it or not paying enough attention because at one point there's he's moving matter outside of the mirror universe so what's the what's the mirror dimension then sorry is that just something you go <laughs> into sort of have a little play is it like training wheels or something yeah, then the you've
1: got do come apart do not they
0: then you've got um they're told that these little things they create with their hands is is um uh matter and energy sorry uh, drawn from elsewhere other dimensions but again, they're making these strange shapes with it. And I don't know if that's like an almost like a hier- hieroglyphic spell. I don't know if that's like... It's going to be a mandala, isn't it, I think? I haven't got a fucking clue, is the, is the honest doubt. Uh, and I just feel that like whatever you put in front of Doctor Strange now, it will just wave his hands around and sort it out. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I don't know. I don't quite understand his relationship to time. I don't quite understand his relationship to matter to magic to anything i don't know what the boundaries of his skill set are which means whatever you put in front of him he may or may not wave his hands around and sort it out and i don't like that i don't like the fact that this film taken on its own merits i think is a bit sketchy in places bits of it work i think there's elements of the tilda swinton character i really like elements of benedict Wong's, you know, portrayal, Chiwetel Ejiofor, all very good, Rachel Wakadam's complete waste of fucking time Uh, needn't have the character in this film at all, really Um, but I've just never warmed to it, I watched it the other night and I realised I think I've only seen it through a couple of times saw it on release watched it again can't warm to it, and that's almost end of story, and as we go through it, I'll be interested to see if I can sort of really hit on why Um, I don't think it's I don't know if I think it's the same sort of misfire. See, somebody, something like Iron Man 2, again, I, I, I'm i so hard on that film because the first one was so good. I think you do grade on a bit of a curve. You go, well, no, hang on a minute, you, you've got a responsibility because you're following that. And, and something like you know Thor The Dark World is, is, is quite a mess. I don't know that I think this is a mess. I think maybe they sort of did the story they, they wanted to do. I don't know. But it's not wildly long. It's not. It's not telling a wild amount of story. The lead character's a fucking wanker. Let's be honest. And I don't know what the guy's skill set is. And Casselius is an absolute waste of a very good actor. Uh, it. Uh, this is one of their worst villains in my view. So yeah, that's me as opening thoughts.
1: Chris, what do you make of it?
2: I was going to say, Becky, you go first.
1: Oh dear, ladies first. Um, yo. I saw this film up on release and I haven't seen it since, apart from watching it for, for this podcast. Again, as one of those characters, I literally knew nothing about, but unfortunately, I'm a bit of a cover batch fan, don't hate me. Um, so I was like, I've got to be there. Um,
2: so you don't have to be a fan of everything. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, we're not. Some, we know what he's saying is you are fine to be a Cumberbatch fan, but it doesn't mean you. You know, doesn't no, mean. You have you to like do, everything. Doesn't do, mean though. if he if you turn up opening night when he does a Domestos commercial. <laughs> 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 I, I'm <laughs> better My shitter is very clean.
1: <laughs> That's good to know. <laughs>
2: I mean it's it's kinda of, it, it's kind of the extent of this like fan culture on social media. It's like you know, it's like you can just come up with on opinion. opinions like I don't care too much about Bennett Cumberbatch.
0: and you have some group of people go like How
2: dare
0: you not Oh we're now we're now at the point people won't even read it if it's got a certain star rating. Yeah. Like nah. I, I know Tony Black put like a, a review of the last Star Trek episode up and he Three gave stars. it two stars oh. and, and there are people are go in on two stars, pass. It's like <laughs> fucking hell, really? Do like a... you have to be so secure in your own echo echo chamber? But yeah, Campbatch exactly. is, is perfectly fine. I think he's got a ton of screen presence. I think in his own accent, he's very good. Um, I think there's quite a bit of soul to him. He's got quite a classic fucking voice as well. There's lots to like about him, He's but... an
1: experienced actor.
0: I don't give a shit about that. He's just crap in this.
1: <laughs> yeah, I must say, it's a bit. I mean, it's a very international film. You've got. Danish villain. I can't remember who's from. Apologies. Um, not you know, lots of um, British actors doing American accents. very um, international cast and crew. But at the same time, it's like I do. I, yeah, I, I, I do totally buy him as a strange. But at the same time, it, it just his accent really does bug me. That is the main problem I have with this film. I mean, I I can't do an American accent,
0: but I kind of feel you're like not his... you're not being paid to fucking do one.
1: No. <laughs> I do kind of feel, it's, it's literally like, it's a typical thing of, you know, a, a British actor trying to do a hokey American accent, and that's just what it sounds like to me.
0: We're hear. crap at it.
1: Some, some like, um, in the Americans, Welsh actor Matthew Reese does a fantastic American accent. If I had not seen him before... Fantastic
0: I to his... our ears. Yeah, American it's a, a... There's always yeah, that a, person,
1: There's probably some Americans out there who think, oh no, that's rubbish. He's
0: living over there with... It, I, was, I was trying
1: no, to pick more. just a, just, a, just a one that came to the top of my head, um just as an example of a British actor who, who does a good um, he does it well
0: what some I feel really good actors he... are, some really good actors sound really poor to me Kate Winslet sounds fucking rubbish at it as well mm-hmm. there's, there's a few they always use a slightly lower voice like lower in tone not lower in yeah. volume and then really really overemphasise emphasise ours and it sounds bloody awful no volume of my voice. Yeah, it's not volume it's tone
1: <laughs> no they just kind of do it in, in pitch they pitch it a little bit lower don't they so yeah but no, just literally, just as an actor, came to to the front of of my mind, there just be like to to my to my ears, sounds having. I mean, what about of what about the what about months.
0: the what about the plot and the character though? I mean, alright, he he stuffs the accent, but does the film? Stuff.
1: <laughs> no, definitely, I'm a fan for sure. But yeah, this is one character I didn't know a lot about for example yeah, he's a surgeon turned mystic arts um i must i was sort of re- i remember reading an interview with coming back to it R- around the sort of time when this was released really and saying that it, yeah the kind of the mystic side of it is kind of what drew him to the character i think he was the first the first choice for the role because of his interest um like he does a lot of meditation and keeping calm and things like that. and it's it, it, you know it forms a big part of his life really um and that's one aspect that kind of drew me to it as well
0: but I yeah, kind of felt like, like I, sort of really cinema, just, I sort of left the cinema he's just waving his arms around team,
1: <laughs> <think>. <laughs> and going oh look I can make a pretty picture yeah. Um, but yeah no it just kind of I, I, It's one of those instances where I left the cinema and I was like did I enjoy that I don't know but I, I kind of felt like I, I should have read the comics there was a lot there that I kind of feel like you, you shouldn't have to kind of go in and you should be able to see a film blind and you shouldn't have to feel like you're, you're missing out on, on, this, on a big chunk of information I want to know, why, why is he doing that? Why are they going there? What's this about? What's, you know, What I need to know more about the, the law behind this film. Um, and I, I totally get your point, Dave, about um, about the villain as well. I'm because sure, he's, he's fantastic. Anything that he does, I haven't seen him put a you know, foot wrong. He is, I think, a bit um, stereotyped now with him. But at the same time, you know, he he's totally, he put a good performance when you saw him on screen. But at the same time, he's he could have really done more with him. Um, I was sort of reading into with scott derrickson saying that Cassidus is the sort of villain who has you know he's, he's very kind of um quite shrewd and he has got kind of airtight logic and i was like well i kind of i get that but at the same time i don't feel kind of you know if, if he's meant to be kind of like this snake-like um sort of slithery kind of villain as is represented by his name they could have done a little bit better um i still what really i'm just going to come out and say it. what i enjoyed most about this film were the visuals and the choreography um just the for me it was kind of like, Doctor like the kung uh,
2: element of it you mean
1: yeah really cool definitely especially well, especially um i've got a fun fact about the martial arts fight coming up at, at the end of the show so stick around um and don't do any jumps and jumping but um <laughs> no i just yeah the, the fight choreography i think was i, I really enjoyed um but also yeah, in terms of the visuals and the effects and the whole wibbly-wibbly timey-wimey, which I think was pretty cool. Um, and, the, and the way they constructed the mirror dimension as well, I thought that was, that was really clever. And I sort of think that without films like The Matrix um, and Interception, I don't think you'd be able to make this film. Without those kind of innovations and that kind of method of, of storytelling, I think this film would have perhaps been a bit further down the line. And had it had it not been for these two films. and you know the time, um, time travel, like sci-fi, for example. I don't think we they'd be able to to have it or a large amount of LSD in the sixties. They probably wouldn't have been able to produce it. But you can certainly see, you know, from the creation of kind of like the obviously the bullet time technology is is, is very old now. Um, but those kind of innovations made on those sort of films, I don't think you'd be able to have a film such as Stephen Strange or the version that Doctor Strange that we have in, that we had in twenty sixteen. But I, that's just my opinion. And That's just that's
2: just like your opinion, man. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry,
1: <just quote laughs> <to do> that. <laughs> that's my opinion. So, but no, I, yeah, some of those films were kind of I I sort of enjoyed, but I didn't know quite know why I enjoyed it, and I felt I should have I should have known more, and I kind of feel like I going through the film, I perhaps kind of thought, oh, I should have read more, or well, I know, mean, yeah, you know, I, I kind of like um, I wasn't
2: a good you know, film. Should leave should explain like enough to you, you know? Yeah.
1: I mean, I, I probably missed—I probably missed lots, but I mean, I, you know, I still got a lot out of it. I follow along to see what's going on, but I kind of follow like, oh, I need to research this more. I need to find out more about that. Um, just about, you know, just—I'm not very unfamiliar with the character, unfortunately.
0: Yeah. But no, it was—it's was
1: very. Different. In terms of the visuals, I think it's the best we've seen. Um, it's for me, it's the most aesthetically pleasing. And coming back to the title, so I'm happy.
2: Okay. Um, I'm. I mean, I—I I, I, I do enjoy it. I—I I, I, I enjoy my time. Though I can understand why it's probably not. Everyone's favourite, or you know, i i some people don't like, as Dave just can't get on with it. Um, in many ways, it is bog standard Marvel, um, but it's quite inventive in other ways. Uh, yes, Cumberbatch does basically sound like House. <laughs> yeah, but, Hugh Laurie, uh, that's
1: the other one. Literally, <laughs> he's come from the Hugh Laurie School of American Accent.
2: Yeah, so I think he just sort as of. As much like... as I love Hugh Laurie. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, he's, he, a legend. he's
2: basically gone like, all oh, right, So I need to play a, a, a. I'm a Brit who needs to play a, a, a American doctor who's do a grumpy. Brit. Who, yeah, who's a Brit who plays an American doctor. Ah, ah. <laughs> good uh, I make and you. and fun fact, House is basically like a reimagination of Sherlock Holmes as a doctor. So well, it is it's, pretty
1: much, isn't
2: it? So. Yeah, well, it is. It's like home, like House, Home, Holmes. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Watson, Wilson. It's the same Powers Anyway, it's um, the same thing. Yeah, all the same thing. Uh, yeah, so there, there are there are things in it that I like. I will agree that the villain is wank. Uh, it's yeah. I mean, I was thinking about this. It's just like, I, it's such a waste of Baz Maz Like you get him as a villain and you give him this. Uh, but at the same at the same time, I was thinking if he like had like I don't know, Jai Courtney or something, just anyone, oh any any bland actor. You know give him a role like this could we be like actually he wasn't too bad in this because he, because he wasn't as asked to do much you could you know, I, I do you've given it to Matt Nicholson
0: which is just like what... but yeah he, yeah he
2: just doesn't suit it I mean he's a bit more intense uh, and I don't see I don't see anything in this character or anything that in this film that's gonna advance on any any of that he's quite
0: internalized though.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: You think of this where he sat at the table, fucking terrified most of the time because it's all going wrong. It's what's going on behind his eyes and in his head. I think he's fundamentally wrong for this. Oh yeah, uh, I think completely. Miscast. Is he ever? Is he ever bad in it? No, he's never bad in anything. But it, he, he doesn't stand out in a weak character that almost has to voice. Right at the very end, he says something about the dark dimension. Time doesn't matter and it's something to do with him being jealous about like Tilda Swinton's character, the agent one, being able to like live an unusually long life. And I'm thinking, are you just saying you want chaos? Are you just basically the Joker? I don't think his plan is thought through at all. I think they needed someone to come in and create a bit of chaos, and that's it.
2: Well, he's what I understood it, he's, he's, he's kind of meant to be almost like the the potential the the mirror image of uh, or what or at least what they perceive uh, Doctor Strange to be because that, that's the reason why yeah they, he's
0: a student he's a student gone wrong yeah yes. and he was kind of meant
2: to have this kind of like oh this is what this is what we fear you could be so it's like once like you accept this kind of arrogance and you you know he 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 sort of like he, he sees like the hypocrisy in, in some of things and he goes right well no um, I want to take control of this myself, or I want to ma- make a deal and and last forever because all there is is power, kind of thing. Uh, and he's just and he's basically just disillusioned. He just doesn't he do, doesn't see. But a- anything interesting that could be in there, it's just like well, it's just not advanced on. You know, I don't get any parallel. The only good thing is it's quite amusing. Is the uh, the whole. Um, like I'm strange. It's like uh what well, so was it. And was it, uh, you're Mr. Doctor, Mr. Doctor. Doctor Strange. No, it's, it's it's strange. Possibly, yeah. That that bit is kind of funny. So like, yeah. I just wish maybe that they could have like advanced a bit more joke, like referring to him as uh, as a, a Mr. <laughs> doctor. <laughs> but, yeah, or something like that. Yeah. But, yeah, but that that was that was like the only sort of thing in it. Um, I didn't. Have... I, I mean, again,
0: it, it's a bit like my. Martin Freeman was in like Civil War, did my head in with his terrible accent, appeared in Black Panther, did the same terrible accent and it didn't bother me because I'm now used to that Everett Ross character, yeah? And I think there's something in that was strange. That yeah. it, he's a smaller character in Infinity War and it worked for me. It worked for me just fine. I thought it was a nice balanced character against everyone else. I'm not sure about him as a as a film lead.
2: Yeah. I mean, bear in mind this is like his opening film. You have a, you got another, you got yeah. Doctor Strange I'm, too.
0: I'm, I'm making it sound like I hate it. I don't. It's not going to go. It's not going to go at the bottom. It, it isn't. But it's back in the middle do, for me. I think. But, but it's it's a little bit below the middle, believe me. But I mean, it'll go behind like the Ant Man films and things like that. Even though it's a little bit more ambitious. But I just struggle. This guy's an asshole for three quarters of the film's running time. Uh, who. He's you know, supposed strange...
2: to be, though. Really? I know he's
0: suppo- I know he's supposed to be, but why would I care? Yeah. Well, you know why? Why would I care? You know, there, there are no redeeming features. I mean, the whole fucking first act of the film is him spunking money everywhere. Look at my watches. Look at my suit. Look at my car, which he then drives like a twat. Um, <laughs> His own fault. There's a certain. He's trying to
2: save lives. Damn it.
0: It's certain. There's a certain movie nature to him refusing to give up, round his hands and stuff like that. But we'll come to it. I'm clearly the least, least, uh, least positive about it. I don't really. Want, it's not as bad as I'm making it sound, though. Shall we discuss this film sequentially? Uh,
2: yeah, you can. The, the only other thing I'll add, I said I didn't have a problem with the length uh, of the powers. Um, I think. I think it, for me, it, I think the, in terms of the powers, it depends on what they're going off. It's like Harry Potter, you know, it's like uh, what what type of spell what are they using? In terms of the, the general stuff, it's like, uh, well, they got the 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 portal thing they do with the they got that. and uh, They bring like matter. It's almost like a physical kind of thing to like yeah. make.
0: It's a little bit Green Lantern, actually. Um,
2: yeah, a bit. So they so basically they make they make things like that, so, and and above that it's it's just like a combination of us. Like he's got a cape that of has a mind of its own and things like that. And
0: it's not that bad. But, yeah, you know, they go they go into other dimensions that don't entirely get explained, and then they're starting to move matter or change matter in the current universe. And we're told, hang on, he's doing that, but it's not in the mirror dimension. Go well, what are the rules then? Are you are you saying that because that that makes the mirror dimension kind of a fucking training area? Um, it it is
2: kind th- of it was kind of like I think the the way they kind of explained it was like uh, the the dimension is kind of like as a barrier to kind of so they can have a fight and not yeah. interfere with everyone else. You know, so I it's know like- I
0: know it's to not interfere with anything else, but there was that, and as I say, Cassinius whole wishes beyond a sort of vague jealousy of the Ancient One doesn't really get explained until almost like the final part of the film. So, I, I think the whole thing is, they seem to be some kind of... There's an interesting thing that isn't really explored here, in that certainly with Chiwetel for and with um, Caecilius, there's, there's a sort of... Uh, there's a there's a there's a hint at a, tr- at a sort of war between sort of fundamentalists of the craft, and sort of Strange's much more laissez-faire attitude to it.
2: He's more flexible. I mean, they're, yeah. they're, that's that's the thing that uh, the ancient one and um, se- says to Strange. It's like because you're you're more willing to like sort of bend bend the rules to get kind of, almost like to get the job done, whereas like uh, Mordo is. Uh, it's very much hard line. This is the way we got to be done, kind of thing. Um, and when that is broken, when it's like when it comes to solution, then everything's just like broken for him. So, so I think that in itself sets up an, an interesting villain next time round, possibly. Mm,
1: definitely, yeah. He's gonna. He's probably gonna be the big bad in uh,
2: Strange Two. Because this film's actually done the heavy lifting, so we're gonna have a lot more interesting.
0: Oh, I agree with that.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: I agree with that. So, where do we start? We start with uh is it Karmataj?
2: Yeah, we yes, Karmataj. um basically we see our uh, non character villain, um cut someone's head off, cut cut the librarian's head off a still and like
1: Oh, it's a bit grim.
2: Well, we don't really see it, we see like a shadow of it and things like that. I know but still it's
1: a bit Yeah.
2: And yes, then we kind of see uh, get we get our introduction to the ancient one, even though we don't see see her.
0: Yeah, this is um, this was obviously this was a gender and um, a gender and race change from the yeah. Which I'm not going to go into the rights and wrongs of. Actually, I'm just pointing out this this was a change. Uh, long lived, yeah, long lived sorcerer. No one knows how long she's lived. Um, and she just basically teaches all the all the people mm. who sort of come to Camartage. Um, and then there's this library of sort of, you know, top secret spells, because mm. that's, all, that's all you need, just a few pages that's another thing, it's like, you know they, they, they could be just looking through a cookery book at times in this <laughs> um, but yeah he steals some pages, we don't know what that means at the moment, do we? No, he's, he's just stolen he's up, some though. stuff he shouldn't, but we are sold this threat there, like he shouldn't have that yeah. Uh, don't they behead the librarian? They do.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's no not, problem with any that's of this. Nice. I, yeah, it's nice. Yeah, but it's all. It all looks kind of interesting. It's got a nice, rich color palette. It was. I quite like it. Um, Stephen Strange. Yes, he is working at a New York hospital with basically. Rachel McAdams plays like an ex-lover of him who's, uh, who's, who's a doctor. I think she works in the ER or something because she is literally saving people, you know, on the verge of death. Mm. And then you've got another doctor there played by Michael Stuhlbarg, who I still always think of as um, he was in uh, Boardwalk Empire yeah. for quite a few yeah. years. And also, yeah. And also he could definitely do like a biopic of like Robin Williams or something.
1: Yeah, he's
0: got that like, look about him, has he? he's, he's not a—he's you know. he, he, not—he's not a dead ringer, but he evokes him. Um, and I think we're, the first thing we see is that doctor that uh, Stolberg plays, whose mm. name escapes me.
1: Nick, something
0: other. Uh, he is about to sort of call that someone's dead or dying or something like that, and only Strange can spot. Yes, he is dying. He's not dead there's it's a poisoning off a bullet or something like that and he just he's basically he's, he's head of complicated surgery isn't he yeah strange this is just to prove he's a genius oh yeah
2: definitely uh, Very much
0: that's so. uh, it's i guess it works yeah you really <laughs> understand he's a genius
2: i mean you get also like um the fact that he just knows a bunch of others like almost like a useless stuff like he, like he's like there like saying oh you're incorrect about the year that song blah 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 and kind yeah they like...
0: play music which I find a cliche in itself I'm sure surgeons actually do if yeah, they do, do. If, they do, they in, do yeah. if they do in 10 hours of surgery I can't imagine they stand there in total silence apart from going swab you know so <laughs> I, I don't have a problem with it but uh, as it's presented in film it plays as a cliche a bit cliche, Even though but... it's true, it plays as a cliche. And part
1: but, of me is like, shouldn't you be concentrating on your operation?
0: Yeah, but they're arguing over a piece of music. I think it may be the one music I lift on the, put on the trailer to this. I can't remember now. Um, yeah. It's,
1: just, uh, it's generally to suggest that he's, he's a, bit of a, a bit of a know-it-all. Obviously, he's yeah, a clever individual. Because it was, something to do with a,
0: it was something to do with an early release or a reissue or something like that. Like, the other guy would be right if he just looked on Wikipedia or something. Mm. But yeah so that's where we are at the moment um
2: yeah, so he kind of saves this other guy uh who's had like a bullet in the head and they're about basically about to harvest his organs and he that's right yeah to... and, and and she and and she thinks no i I don't think that's right and goes to strange and he goes okay. yeah i I agree, and explains why and then and then goes and sort of performs the surgery. Yeah, my first thought was, like, this escalated quickly. <laughs> you were about, like, eight
0: minutes into the film or something. Yeah. Um, but,
2: but, but one th- thing that strike me, though, is, like, when they, like, do the whole... We well see, like, them and notify the family that they've saved his life, whatever, and they all, like, hug, hug, the doc- hug the doctors. He's kind of a bit like, uh, I'm not sure what to do here.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I'm not quite sure how warm they, they want to portray this character. I mean... Yeah. At times, he comes off almost a bit autistic savant, you know what I mean. But anyway, um, he's clearly had relationships because, obviously, Rachel McAdams, Rachel McAdams is there, yeah, and um, yeah. So that that's all. She, she's kind of wasted in this, but
1: no, she's a good actress. But I kind of feel like he, he didn't really need like, a love interest, or it's it should basically, it just be called, you know, I mean, they, they, female I think... foil or something like that. And it's just like,
2: yeah, it was boss. it was basically that, but with um. I think they want a, a love interest, but
0: not a love interest. I don't yeah. know. It might, it might again, might be set up for future films. So, yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't, after all that, it doesn't actually take that long. I mean, wasted though she is, it doesn't take that long to get to the car accident, does it?
2: No, because he's going off to some sort of talk or something. Oh, or he
0: invites off. her, yeah. 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 Even that's a bit conceited. I mean, it, it, we, we appreciate in real life we might need accompaniment to things because it's a plus one kind of thing. But at the same time, it's come and listen to me speak about how great I am and how great things, you know I'm, you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, I mean, or, he is trying to, I think he's still trying to bang her. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> trying, being the word. Graceful well,
0: behaviour.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, he's, he's he's clearly in this kind of like, oh, well, you know, just trying to like, you know, float with her, even though like the, the past relationships kind of thing and, or whatever. So, but she t- she she says no. But they, they they still have like a close like friendship, so to speak. So there's that kind of playful element. And uh, yeah, he's driving his fast fast car and like um uh, like a bellend. He's and driving then... it like
0: <laughs> utter fucking nutcase. Because I'm assuming this is largely CG rather than stunt driving. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and they've overdone it. They've overdone it. It's like you wouldn't drive like that unless you added fucking death wish.
1: No, he's obviously on, on his phone, isn't he, and kind of not really paying attention to,
0: to what's going on in front of him. The speed he's going at is ridiculous, and darting in and out of things on twisty-like mountain roads.
1: Well, what amazes me as well, obviously, if he's living in New York, it just amazes me how quickly he's able to get out of his building and not hit traffic. Uh, yeah. In, in my experience of, of you know, I'd, I'd obviously, I am not know which, which part of the city he lives in, but just in my experience of visiting there once or twice, very minimal experience, Always oh, chock full. <laughs> it's very late, very late at night. So, but I was just like, wow. <laughs> well, if
0: it's some black tie after dinner event, he's probably got to be there for whatever the food is. It's the, it won't be that late. It's not no. going to be kicking off at like one thirty in the morning or something.
1: No, but you know what I mean. It'll be obviously after the, after tea time. So, <laughs>
0: after, I was like, after tea time. Would after you like tea to time. <laughs> It's after tea time. <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm just
0: I'm just struggling
2: thinking about. Someone saying "tea time" in American accent. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it wouldn't happen. It doesn't happen.
2: Can you get here for tea
1: time? For tea time. Damn it, what time is tea time. <laughs> Fuck that.
2: But oh, by, by the way, that that American accent still better than Cummerbatches. And anyway,
1: <laughs> yeah, spot
2: on, young man.
1: It will forever be better than Cumberbatches for sure.
2: No, I'm, j- I'm joking, of course. He's a seasoned actor, don't you? Um, yeah. So he, he has his car crash, <laughs> and I had a. Um, I instantly. I think even at the time on, on, on first release, I kind of thought this is a bit like Doctor Drake Moore, not it? The <laughs> only <Yoni laughs> man who would have saved him
0: was me. They actually said the line because it was. I couldn't remember whether they did because they said it was just too complicated. No one could have saved you, and he actually says, "I, I would, would yeah. I would, or I could." And I just thought you had to fucking say it, didn't you? <laughs> that afternoon, he's going to be delivering twins, but only one of them is his. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's, to- it's totally Dr. Drake remore. Right? So, yeah, when, when films are inadvertently funny like that, it's kind of entertaining, and I'll take any laughs in this where I can get them. Um, but, yeah, that was, like, silly. So his hands are it, pretty mad It does play to his arrogance,
2: though. It does, it does.
0: Yeah, I could have. It's like, hang on a minute, let them explain what's happened to you first.
2: He doesn't explain, he knows exactly. He's looking at, But anyway...
0: Yeah the the accident does show you how it all happens in kind of slow motion shows you everything closing in around his hands. Um and then it's kind of the most depressing montage really in the world as he goes around different things trying different solutions and none of yeah. it working.
2: Yeah, he's um he's going he's, for He does physio. Yeah, he's going for physio and um he hears about this guy, this one guy who's managed to he was crippled for life and managed to sort of walk, and he kind of convinces the, the guy to like, oh, give him his name, want to track him down. And it's uh, Benjamin Bratt. Okay, yes,
0: people. Benjamin Bratt. Uh, I don't, what's he best known for, apart from doing Talisa Soto? I am uh, like dating uh,
2: Talisa Soto. Con- he's married Gen- to her Miss Congeniality.
0: Right, okay. I've seen him in various things, but I can't actually think what is his signature role.
1: He, yeah, he's, he's just
2: a guy who's just turned up in stuff.
1: Yeah, <laughs> just a guy in films, you know. No, he's, he's a bit of a um, sort of character actor as well, isn't he? So... What, what, uh...
2: what, what what characters is he play Is it Benjamin Bratt?
1: Benjamin Bratt, yeah.
0: <laughs> so versatile. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think. That's just my I... personal opinion Looking of back, him. The, like... the th-
1: Catwoman. Catwoman. Oh, that was it. Was say, wasn't he wasn't he associated with Halle Berry at some point? Probably through Catwoman.
0: Uh, no, no, that he, film is terrible. He, he, oh my god! Roberts for a
2: period of time. He he god. was he was in Demolition Man.
0: I don't remember that. No, don't was,
2: he was he uh, was Sandra Bullock's uh, partner.
0: Right. Okay.
2: Oh yeah. Was... In, in the words of further
0: Ted, not my sexual partner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think
1: we'll have to do a season on like nineties action movies. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. TV films that they don't make it anymore.
0: Yeah, that yeah. How to pick something less in Dave's wheelhouse? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking cliffhanger! To, yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
1: would, yeah, would
2: that be
0: on par with all the westerns? I don't know. I'm happy to do some westerns, but even then, we're going to stop at three or four. Yeah. Okay. So, but um, Benjamin Bratt is someone he sort of comes across who's been healed. Because he's, you know, someone who had... He's, he's having this surgery where he's doing the... In surgery. He's having this treatment where he's doing the physio and trying to stretch out his hands and all that sort of thing. And he says, has this ever worked for anyone? Mm. And they said, well, once. And they talk about this guy who stopped sort of coming in. And when they found him, he yeah, was what,
2: walking. Yeah, he walked past him on the street. He was like, what?
0: And, but, you know, I don't know if we know it's Benjamin Bratt at this stage. I think it, it is. Yeah, we do. Because he's playing, like, mm. um, basketball. And the fact is Benjamin Bratt... He's just famous enough that that tells you there's more to this, uh, yeah. and he gets he gets yeah uh, that it
1: wouldn't cost us anybody.
0: <laughs> and the next bit's really funny because he says he says you know you need to go to um, is it Kathmandu?
2: Yeah.
0: He says you need to go to Kathmandu, right? And then he basic like, Kamartaj, right? But he gives him no. I don't know how big Kathmandu is because he tells him nothing more than that. So he, he finds goes, it right away. He goes, right, I'm looking it up. Kathmandu has a population of around a million people. So it's like going to Birmingham or something. Someone says, you have gotta go to Birmingham and look for this place, right? But it isn't like the town hall or something, it's just some place there. And you arrive in Birmingham, walk out of the walk out of the station and start going, Camartage. <coughs> <laughs> Well, how else would you find it? <laughs> this, this, this man is a fucking genius, and that's the best he can think to do. I know it works, but it's silly and it's funny. He's gone to a city of a million people and just started <laughs> saying the name of the place. Well, and it, look, the this is this is movie logic here. I mean, like,
2: I can't imagine him giving like detailed right, you walk down this avenue then you turn a left, turn a right in in the script, you know what i mean it it, yeah. it, it wouldn't quite work i mean I, yeah I get what you're saying and it's that's probably true to your life it's but... probably
0: i i just think almost don't show that until he's almost found by the by um uh uh Mordor. Yeah. So you know what I mean. I just think they spent too long going. You need to go there. He goes there, and just wanders around aimlessly, looking as homeless as it's possible to look as well. Doesn't even smarten himself up a bit. But it's okay. This is, the idea is, if he goes there, he will find something that might cure him. We don't know what that is at the moment, but I think the film is signposting. We know it's going to be some sort of magic, don't we?
2: Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I think he kind of says so himself, like some sort of like healing ability that he. That kind of possessed me, kind of like poo-poos it, but he's um, like, oh, i will not to try anything, anyway." Yeah. So he gets, to yeah. he goes there. Yeah. He, he encounters um, muggers, and wouldn't you, haven't you know it? Someone beats the muggers up for him.
0: That I, sort of stuff's kind of cliche, but yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it, it's, it's it's almost like you know storytelling, you know, one on one, isn't it really? Um, and it's like, well, you know it. It's it's exactly the uh, the the people he's looking for. And then we introduce. Yeah, him to... he
0: doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't work in like a restaurant for six months now because that's who he bumped into. Yeah, but it's okay. I mean, it's it's just got to get through the story. If anything, I think this film needs a bit more room to breathe. It's under the two hour mark, and most Marvel films go slightly over. And it's a bit like the Bond format that. Bond films seem to be at their best on average when they come in at like two hundred five, two hundred ten, and this film needed just ten minutes more to breathe. Uh, I thought, I just thought they we, we were rushing through this. I can't remember. I did do a time check at one point, and I thought this is getting silly. We're flying through this. Um, we're flying through the story without flying through the time, really. But then, yeah. So he meets the the ancient one, basically Tilda Smith's character. Gives him a little demonstration by showing him bits of 2001 A Space Odyssey and, <laughs> sorry, and a disco.
2: Yeah, I, I did like it to be fair. It was like, kind of like a. Um... I liked it too, actually. Yeah. Making fun yeah, of it. A good I liked
0: it yeah. Um, it's just this idea that you have, a, you have a physical body and you have an astral um, mm. body, I think she said.
1: Yeah.
0: And she, she literally she's, punches like,
1: she's, him into next
0: Tuesday. She punches him out of his own body. So later on in the film, we see his physical body can rest while the astral version can read a book and study. So he can suddenly study randomly. God, block. I
2: fucking wish I had that. Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs> That'd
0: be really handy for you yeah. as you
1: complete
2: your
0: qualification.
2: It'd be generally good for me anyway. I can get other shit done while, I <laughs> while I'm sleeping.
0: I don't know how that works, because you do need dreams to stop you going mad and things like that. But anyway, um, she showed... Yeah, the she reading shows is him. the
2: dream, Dave. Ah,
0: okay. <laughs> I d- she's reluctant to train him, and I—I I d- I don't know if it's his arrogance or what. I'm not quite sure what it is. He's quite insulting.
2: It—it—I it, it, think it, it mostly is that, uh, and he just echoes what happens with um, Calicius, yeah, uh, or or something to some extent. But yeah, he, he's basically a bit like flippant and just like, well, you know, you're not you're not willing, so sod you. Uh, and it's um, and it's Mordo who actually convinces her like say like, come on he, he is trying he's still out there he's still like you know
0: yeah because he's kicked out and he's basically bashing on the door and begging yeah. um and yeah she lets him back in but i, I can't really remember where, where we go from there oh does, doesn't she um oh he get, they don't he gets the wi-fi scroll. password it, uh that i think that joke may have been in the trailer yeah. he's handed because the, the it's quite a mystical word or something mm. He says, "What's this?" And it's like, "No, we're not savages. It's a Wi-Fi password." A very Marvel. <laughs> that's, quite that's funny. That's very Marvel. It was all right. Um, it's explained to him going forward that um, they three sanctums li- are linked through Kamartash because obviously they can sort of bend mm. physical space. They can actually like you know they've got portals. So, what have you got? Hong Kong, London, and New York are the 3 um and the 3 of them together form like a shield over the earth and they guard these they guard these sanctums yes it's a, there's a touch of john wick about it <laughs> yeah so it's a generated shield and they've got to protect them and they need to they will be weakened if they're attacked and what do you know it don't take long for them to be attacked at all
2: no, they don't because doesn't uh mas um he he performs the part of the spell that he ripped from the book, yeah that, he that does. makes his eyes go all purple,
0: yeah, I just still don't get what that's about he kind of he kind of looks like a disco panda it
2: it does i the only the only thing i, I can really tell you is that it's i think it's like he's it's almost like pledging allegiance to Domano. um. I think that's basically all it is it's just like I am kind of like making a pact with him
0: Dormammu's the the, the big threat he's yeah. you know the galactus of this film he's yes. he's from the dark dimension in which time doesn't matter um and obviously we know the ancient one or we learn the ancient one's got kind of an interesting relationship to time because she's unusually long lived for what is a mortal mm. so Dormammu is is this risk that the sanctums are there to protect so he's learning this while he's training and the training, it's not quite a montage, but it is a series of very short scenes quite quickly so it's him using portal technology to take books he shouldn't take you know, just lean in behind mm. the librarian to take them and that sort of thing Benedict Wong playing the character of Wong, they must have been up all night like, trying to figure out that
2: Like Adele Cher? Um... <laughs> sure.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Just Wong Yeah, um, uh yeah, he's he's very iffy about his hands to start with, but there are other people there with like no hands who can do like the tricks and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh I I didn't find this overly thrilling. I did I did find it quite interesting when they got him to reveal he had some abilities by taking him through a portal and leaving him up Everest and he's got like a minute to survive. <laughs> and he does that.
2: It's like it's like basically put like pushing the guy who can't swim. Into a pool and then just like try and make and
0: and then watching them drown. Yes, Yes.
2: (laughs) yeah. You do wonder like whether they were just like, Oh, oh shit, you didn't manage to do it. Oh (laughs) Oh, crap. Okay, next, (laughs) yeah. Should should, should, should we collect the corpse? Nah,
0: (laughs) it's okay, it's all right. All of this, it's fine, yeah. you know with with you know it's doing everything like you know an, an an arrogant man's journey to redemption does
2: yeah i i, I did i did like i mean it's such a simple you know like, the search
0: for the hero inside yourself cliche sort yeah. of thing as
2: well it, i did like you know it's such a simple part like almost cliche but almost like matter of fact but it's it's when he's like being told oh, i have to learn all, all these spells like like and and she and uh, she just says, "Well, how did how did you become a doctor?" She's like, you know, well, with reading practice, and she's like, "Yeah." <laughs> that that I liked. I mean, that that was that was probably. My... It,
0: it is. It is a little bit. Yeah, he he actually realised to crack the code. He the skill set is just. H- yes, it, there might be. A, it's actually just work. Yeah. Like anything else, and that kind of jars with Thor. Almost magic is science we don't understand yet and that that's what it is here it it can be studied like any of the sciences he studied mm. in becoming a doctor yeah so there's an internal consistency in marvel there
2: yeah but but it would do like same as anything is if you're going to like be, like fine tune anything like if you were to believe in things like that like the power of the of the mind and things like that, you, well it would evolve you know, study in yeah. practice
0: absolutely um yeah. but uh I guess the, I guess the two running points leading up to Casselius actually attacking. Because uh, the stolen pages are contacting Dormammu and all the rest mm. of it. Um, but he, he, he destroys one of the sanctums, or at least attacks one of the san- sanctums. I think he attacks London quite early. I think it's New York where he um, yeah,
1: runs into the, the, sh- the
0: two running points as we get to that are the Eye of Agamotto... Um, he's he's kind of told not to touch it It's got a time gem in it It's got the time stone in it, basically So we see all of that in Infinity War And that's kind of, you know he's, They guard it, they guard the time stone The other thing is his lack of a What's the word for it? It's not a touchstone, it's a, an artefact They have all seem to have An artefact that sort of selects them Yes With Strange it turns out to be the cloak Which we yeah. find out when he does Yeah So, again, is that a bit Harry Potter with the wand? Possibly. Mm, I mean... Kind of.
2: It's it's hard for me to really say because I don't know what's in the comics and not.
1: Do you know what I mean? Yeah, again, I can't really comment because I've not read the comics,
0: unfortunately. Forget the comics then. Talk about what the film's presenting us with. You shouldn't have to read a comic.
2: No, no. but... but it could say, if it, if it's kind of Harry Potter, it's like, well, this would probably this be date Harry Potter. So, I don't, you know, no, it's
0: not a wasn't No, hang on a minute. I wasn't suggesting it had ripped you off. I was saying, I don't is, know. It, is it the same basic principle that. It, it'll be similar. Special, I mean, it, it's, it's magic, a isn't it? Kind of yeah.
1: is, is it's something that kind of it chooses you instead of you choosing it. So, or, it, I, you know, it's, it's been imbued with. Um,
0: so, a bit like going to get a dog or a cat or something.
1: <laughs> it has to choose you. It's got you know, it's got to be a mutually. Exclusive thing.
0: All yeah. right. It's, ca-
1: no it's, ca- it, it's
2: like Soulmates.
1: Yeah.
2: There you are, that's probably the best I guess.
0: best pragmatic way to put it.
1: Well, I, do, I do like the comedy elements of the cape. Obviously having seen The Incredibles we haven't got or to,
0: with, like, it yet. to it yet. It's just the point that the t- we, this is all trails. That mm. the, eye, the eye will be a thing and at some point he will have to find his artefact, whatever it is. I don't remember the London Sanctum attack. I remember the New York one. When does the London one happen? I remember it happening because they were down to two.
1: It's quite early on, isn't it? They say, oh, the it's London Sanctum has fallen on. and then the only one remains New York and
0: right. Hong Kong. So they do attack New York. Um, and Strange is still not the complete article at this point, is he? He gets his cloak, the Cloak of Levitation, which chooses him while he's there. Mm. And he's, he's, you know putting them through windows into different parts of the world and everything, isn't he?
1: Kind of create a, a, a window on the world as it were.
0: Yeah, it's again, there's a little bit of the Dark World in it where they were going through like portals to different places and stuff, although it is it is all Earth or it, I think it is anyway. Where do we go from there?
2: Uh, well, we have uh, Strange being warned about breaking the laws of nature, which is kind of what Mordo is, is strongly set upon. It's like, no, these are these are the laws you don't break, uh, and while we we later turn out that the H One is kind of playing a little bit shifty with it, but
0: it's uh, not all
1: as we see as she seems.
2: Yeah. he
0: announces that. I don't know how he knows it, but he finds out. He works out that she's um, using the dark dimension. Um, yeah, she's
1: she's drawing her power from elsewhere.
0: Yeah, to have a long life, mm. and of course she can sit. She can play with time to a degree as well in that we find out later she's already seen her death or she already sees where time stops for her which implies her death
1: i'd probably argue that swinton has the same sort of powers because like she throughout her film career she doesn't age she looks the same she's got this amazing set of jeans where it's just like she just looks the same whatever she does
0: she wasn't fantastic a bit like patrick stewart she wasn't fantastically youthful looking in the first place she just had kind of she's always looked like a middle-aged woman
1: Oh, no, I, I think she does look youthful. She's kind of, you know, oh, bones, she's, got great she's,
0: she's, she's nearly 60. And she she o- looks o- like,
1: always looks glamorous, whatever she does.
0: I wouldn't say she's glamorous either. I've never seen her in a film where I've thought how glamorous. I'm not doing her down there. I'm just saying that's not the quality she gives off to me. She'll, she'll, she's very, she'll, very she'll ethereal, very constantly... otherworldly. A, she's actually quite androgynous. Yeah, she, she, she's very
2: otherworldly she as well. She can't, yeah, I think I, I think it's one of the reasons why she actually
0: suits this role a lot. Yeah, yeah she really I, oh, does no, I think she suits the role as written. I, I'm I'm not uh, yeah. please anyone listening think I'm having a go at her or I'm saying she's ugly or ancient or anything like that. She's got a slightly androgynous quality to her. Yeah,
2: definitely.
0: And and I'm not saying that's incompatible with elegance. I'm really not saying that but elegance is not what I think of when I think of Tilda Swinton at all.
1: No, I'd say there's more, there's more of a timeless quality to her, I think. She,
2: she did just play an old guy in the Suspiria remake, so... <laughs>
1: well, that's true, exactly. Because they were talking about doing a, a Dave Boy, um biography, for example, having Swinton play part of part of his life.
0: If he's, they did it in a I'm not here kind of way, then yeah. yes, yeah. they could do that. Um, it can be done. Uh, yeah, I mean she can play anything, and and actually she does sort of like scrub up quite well. So I'm I'm saying they could she could do most things. She played an old woman in the Grand Budapest Hotel and stuff.
2: Yeah, no, you know, do
0: most things, she, but she was. You comp- know what?
2: It's not a good she's film. Not the one
0: you cast for like. She's not the one you time you you cast for timeless glamour. If you want timeless glamour, you cast like Kate Blanchett, not her. Mm. You, you
2: know what? It's not a good film, but she's completely unrecognisable in trainwreck She's like, I just oh, yeah. cannot see. I cannot see.
0: I've seen Trainwreck. Who does she play in it? Her boss. I don't remember what she looks, she looks like. In because it. you
2: wouldn't know, you wouldn't recognise her. You'd you think, oh, that's that's someone else, that's some her. She
1: looks normal. Almost. Yeah, you
2: would not recognise her in it at all. You'd just be like, what the fuck? Not,
1: not,
0: um, not that she otherwise looks. Oh fuck! Sure, you know. Yes, I remember now. But, yeah, she's, she wears, po- like, she's, she's playing she's a sort of bit, bit tarty and sexually aggressive at the same time yeah. it doesn't look anything like her
1: no she looks completely different
0: yeah I remember that now I didn't know it was her yeah you wouldn't unless someone told you Cause it's, well, she's, I, she's I, l- I looked it up because there was something in the quality that I thought I recognised that person yeah. so yeah um, actually what, it, is this where um, Benedict gets really hurt and he's in prison, uh, not prison in hospital. His astral, his body. Gets uh, no, because
2: we well we okay. That's so in the New York so attack, so, isn't it? yeah. So we had so we, we had the London attack and and yeah, where, where we were to is like uh, yeah, he, he destroys the London, Saxon, with and then um, yeah. Then, then he then he attacks New York and yeah. He kind of shows up just in time as he's killing the. the you're a fellow who's protecting it. Yeah. And then you have, like, the the fight with him and his two co-hosts. The astral
0: fight. So you've got Rachel McAdams trying to save the body mm. while the spirits are fighting. Yeah. Um, there is a link between. It's not completely disembodied because she actually, like, um, uses defibrillators to actually, like, supercharge the spirit as well. Yeah by shocking the body so it is linked this was what scott derrickson got written and properly storyboarded for his pitch for this film this was all planned out and scripted originally um they were in talks with joaquin phoenix at one point for this role did you know by the way um but the the first (laughs) thing a bit like daniel craig if if they're to be believed the first one to mind was the guy we ended up with but they went through other options first I suppose it's a little bit like Michael J. Fox in Back to the Future. Wanted, couldn't get him, went with somebody else when that didn't work out. Although it's not like Eric Stoltz because Joaquin Phoenix didn't take the role. They Hmm. didn't get that far. Um, But yeah, it it could have been. There were a couple of other people in the frame for this and I can't remember who else. There were a couple of others named.
2: Hmm
0: um i'm just going to see if i can find out casting in a minute i'll ke- i'll look for that but what it that was um that's probably one of the big set pieces of the film isn't it the astral projection yeah,
2: part. yeah. i mean there's not actually a lot a of, of action in in there really it's, it wouldn't suit it, no it, it wouldn't so this is kind of like your first real proper fight sequence so to speak yeah but it's just, but it, it, it's it's a cool idea of him like you know it's like a you know two ghosts fighting each
0: other um, yeah, that was the other thing. It was yeah, Tom Hardy and Jared Leto. Mm-hmm. That's just, uh, Tom Hardy. I cannot see in this role. Leto maybe because Leto can do most things. I don't particularly like Joker. Well, no, he's taken on the <laughs> yeah. Joker. Yeah, but I mean the fact is, he you know he can he can change his physical shape quite a lot, and he can play different ages as well. Mm. So, I'm not saying he would have been my choice or a good choice, but like he's the one of those two that I go, well, if you've got to have one of those, you have him. Tom Hardy may be, may be the better actor, but I can't see little squat Tom Hardy as Doctor Strange. Doesn't work. No. How does the Ancient One end up sort of talking to his astral projection then? How does she get hurt? She gets taken in at some point. Basically,
2: there's. They... Does she
0: turn up in person But Mac- or something? Yes, because
2: or... they have a big because because I've trying I'm trying I'm do I'm trying to remember that but there's another sequence after this when um, when Mordo gets involved and then there's there's a there's this, a sequence with them where they trying to trap uh Cacilius and the rest of his goons in in this like of dimension and they realize actually no because he's drawing on dark energy he's actually more powerful here yeah. and it's like you've just basically just sort of killed us and then H one sort of steps in, and it's from that sequence that she ends up like getting, getting killed. Oh, killedish.
0: Killedish. <laughs> uh, quite a nice sequence, though. She talks to him. She talks to him, and he's he's t- you know, he is taking her to task for what she's done and all the rest mm-hmm. of it. And he's just she's she's it is kind of the passing of the torch because I think she does talk to him about like his his inherent ability and things mm-hmm. like that.
1: Yeah. He's, he sort of does. Does he eventually become? Oh, what was it? The Sorcerer Supreme.
0: Yes. That's
1: Eventually.
2: Yeah. Eventually. E- yeah. N- not not on this film though. But
1: no. He's... But hopefully in the
0: sequel. Yeah, he runs a sanctum in the later ones, doesn't he? He does. So.
1: Uh, uh, but
0: yeah, but yeah, she,
2: yeah she, you have the conversation where he she basically sort of says like, you "No, know, you you need to sort of like let go. It's not all about you. That's that's the thing you're missing. There's big. is bigger elements that." evolves on here. She, yeah. She also explains like the fact that you know the reason why he's useful, the fact that he's flexible and why it's a good balance for for Mordo because he's quite rigid. So you need his, you need both. Issues. That's it.
0: Yeah, you need both your abilities. And again, there's that slight hint that isn't covered that well. Fundamentalists versus, you know, kind of people living in, living with the reality of how these things evolve over time.
2: Mm.
0: Yeah. It's okay, which is kind of what I think about a lot of this film, but that sequence is actually fairly good. Mm. Um, where do they go from there? They go to Hong Kong.
2: Oh no, no. hang <laughs> <laughs> on. Yeah, I can't do that
1: anymore.
0: <laughs> we didn't get that for London at all, did we? <laughs> no, I didn't get that. <laughs> and
1: then it would be to New York. He didn't have. And cu-
2: cut to Washington, D.C., like. Start
0: by go There you go that was that was a bit alan partridge thing because he he that was, right was just, he was half a yes. key too high so you
2: what? i I've told him
0: I've
2: told Oh yeah, just yeah, just okay get the, you get the general idea great <laughs> <laughs> uh, partridge but okay. now um, yeah so then we have uh, the, the We're in Act Three now already. Yeah. Now. I mean, well, he, well, basically, what we've not mentioned is that he's actually now has the the time stone and is kind of he's figured out how to use it, and even though he's been warned not to use it,
0: um, time means nothing. So if he traps him in time, um, yeah, theoretically he can win. That's what it is. So um, you've got Wong dead at the start, although he doesn't stay dead. Uh, the sanctum destroyed Uh, the dark dimension is sort of engulfing the planet Um, again the planet's almost being eaten by it it's just completely dominating the sky looks a little bit whenever you see sort of um, bits in the film about infinity stones it's got that kind of colour palette Mm. Um, and what he does is basically fly up into, he reverses the time to save them all
2: yeah and so every,
0: every yeah, he can just basically play with the top. We see this earlier in the film where he like decomposes and reconstitutes an apple. Mm. So the, the storytelling's not that bad. They they did sort of demonstrate how this thing works, and it is almost like moving the hands of a clock. As he sort of moves it one way, it does one thing. As he sort of spins it back, mm. the other. Um, and it's almost like oper- operating a sort of click wheel on the old, very old iPods and stuff. It's a that's almost the sort of motion he's doing yeah. with it. So he rewinds to undo all that damage and then jumps straight into this sort of dark dimension to to uh, meet Dormammu.
2: I thought I I, tell what, I do like this end sequence because for years we were complaining. All oh, right, another blue bean shooting at the sky, another city getting destroyed. This kind of thought, all right. We'll do the city getting destroyed, but we'll do it in reverse this time round, and it kind of went. Oh, well, that's a bit different.
1: Yes, yeah, it's done in a really clever way, and it's a way that's sort of strikingly visual as well. Um, but it doesn't. That, 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 that's 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 really what I like about this effect. Because anything anything where that you, can, you know it takes you out of the film, like oh look at the costumes, oh look at the makeup, oh look at the visuals, mm. but it doesn't take you out of the world of the film. If if, if that makes sense, yeah. um, it's done in a really stylish way. Um, and again it is it is very for me it is very inception, it's very matrix. But it still looks stylish and it still you know, it still has a look all of its own. So this is this is very uniquely Doctor Strange, I will say. It's, I still, kind you know, of, it's still got a visual style all of its very own.
0: I guess I kind of feel and I I'm not because it it bores me when you get pseudo intellectuals, normally kids or students or something, people people who haven't like yeah, Pe- people that, like, think
2: they're that smart, but they're not, but they're not. not. or
0: they <laughs> haven't learned there's other opinions and other types of films as well. That, like, not everything, you know. I've seen, you know, I, I saw a thread on Blade Runner 2049 the other day, and literally somebody said, I couldn't warm to it. And the replies were like, You obviously can't, uh, aren't smart enough to appreciate, you know what I mean. And you get a lot of, you know, the Marvel universe is cookie cutter and all the rest of it. And actually, I don't think that's entirely true there's a there's an element of formula to it that we pointed out um with a a forthcoming review of of captain marvel because we've recorded it ahead of time Uh, we're not negative about that film particularly but we talk about how it hughes close to a formula but having just said all that because i don't want to be accused of any kind of snobbery i'm not sure doctor strange is quite the right character for this production line i think this this almost needed a really sort of batshit off the wall um, director-led vision, rather than, or <laughs> uh, uh, what can we get away with to get Strange into the universe? And I, 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 I know fi- what you mean I fi- there. I feel like we kind of we're rushing through beats in it because they don't always they don't make a lot of sense, or they make a kind of sense, but they would take some explaining properly. Yeah. So it's just like just get through it; it'll be fine. Uh, the whole dark dimension stuff. I mean, Dormammu. We don't know what Dormammu is. We just know he's from that dimension. So what is this massive being? It's got a face that, and it's speaking with kind of the voice of Benedict mixed with a different voice. So I don't know if he's trying to mimic humanity. Uh, and I don't, I don't really know what he wants either, because he keeps basically killing him, doesn't he, over and over again? Yeah. But he's he's set a time loop. Every time he dies, time restarts.
2: Which, which again, I think that's a that's a really cool thing. It's not like uh, let's have another mundane fight sequence with two CGI characters. It it is, a, f- it is an idea of like him basically defeating him by exhausting him and basically saying, the, look, it's you're."
0: It's the answer to arrogance as well, because presumably some of those deaths will at least hurt. Yeah. Um, and he, he seems to remember each time they do remember each loop it's a bit like Groundhog Day in that way because eventually yeah. he tires of it he's like what are we doing it doesn't reset entirely resets for the rest of the world but not the two of them so he's now moved so far past his own self-regard that he's willing to take uh, immense pain to do what's right
2: Yeah,
0: that's what the film's trying to tell us a little bit ham-fisted and obvious but it's it's
2: well, it was slight like irony that the fact that he uses his own actual arrogance to, to save humanity is, yeah. by basically going like, well, I'm more arrogant than you are, so...
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember being kind of a bit bored with it on first... that bit on first viewing because it's inventive as a piece of storytelling. It's not that inventive as a visual to keep having leap mm. in, speak, and then devolve into almost a montage of repeated deaths before he goes oh i give up yeah um and they basically negotiate that take cassinius and his zealots they appear to be turned to ash kind of infinity war style but um yeah that he's broken the loop now and that's it that that's really it now um and strange takes up um what he he takes up in the new york sanctum Mm. sanctum
2: Mondo kind of goes off in a huff because he's like,
0: "This is wrong,
2: yeah, uh and and Wong is a bit all right, Well, whatever, <laughs> and yeah, uh do we we don't go back to retro uh, dragons, do we that, that, that's, that's another thing, don't we don't we sort
0: of... she's wasted and she's forgotten about a bit, yeah. I, I don't know, it's almost like she's just there for someone to him to grandstand early in the film, and mm. there's nothing that there's nothing that makes a man look more arrogant. Than having him grandstand in front of a woman. It's almost like that. If you, if it had just been if the hospital had just been a fucking sausage party, it wouldn't have. Um, it doesn't have the same effect. Men being ar- arrogant around each other doesn't look as kind of fucking nauseating as watching a man do it round a woman.
2: Could because it's around it you, of cringy flirting.
0: Yes, uh, that's exactly
2: it. That's exactly what men do. <laughs> Yeah. They flirt really, really, really badly. Uh, <laughs> trying to playing impress up, the ladies. Play,
0: playing up a self-confidence they don't actually have. Yeah, because that's part of the game. Yeah. All right. So mid-credits uh, Thor is at the Sanctum have, drinking a refillable beer. Yeah. And he offers to help him find Odin. In other words... Uh, yeah, there's sort the talk of like Loki to get Loki off earth that's what it is it's yeah, like a, yeah. he's a threat he's become it's become a little bit like Thor is to Midgard you know what i mean a protector hmm. um and then the end credit scenes mordo finds benjamin bratt and takes the power away leaving him um yeah. paralyzed
2: basically there's too many sorcerers um which which leaves open uh, a quite an interesting villain next time around
0: definitely definitely and you know we know a sequel's coming we don't have the date for it but there's talk of shooting starting later in the year um, obviously this will all date very badly because at some point somebody will download this and obviously the film will be made and out but it isn't, <laughs> it, it isn't at the time of recording and I think if I because I, I said most at the start so I'll definitely say least at the end in terms of final thoughts as you talk through it you, st- you do go that's an impressive idea yeah. you know it, you know loop in time taking death literally taking death over and over again to exhaust you, you know you know that's when you're that arrogant early in the film it almost has to be that level of redemption as well but there's wasted characters in this they could have done more with mordo but again they're probably setting it up for next time rachel McAdams wasted i can't remember the character's name without looking that tells you quite a lot Michael Stolberg's quite a, a talented and well known actor to be wasted like that as well. For two thirds, even three quarters of the film he's insufferably arrogant. It it's not Tony Stark being Iron Man one Tony Stark being a bit of a dick, but you know that there's it's, like a okay, great
2: guy. who's worst? Uh Doctor Strange or Iron Man two, Tony Stark?
0: Um, on balance probably strange because um it's the whole film whereas tony it's two or three scenes really it's i haven't really thought about it is the honest answer so i may disagree with this answer almost immediately but my first thought is he's such a dickhead in that courtroom at the start or hearing yeah and uh, and at his party and all the rest of it you just go this is so bad but it's not consistent from one scene to the next because in another scene he'll be like scared of his own death or his illness or whatever, or trying to like see some love in his dad's eyes on a video or trying to build something that to like help the world. I don't see the point of Strange for three quarters of this film. His whole mission mission is about saving his hands anyway, so it is all about him. Uh, before his accident, he's really got no interested in interest in helping people. And I just think that like, there's pushing. You've, you've got to get closer to the line. You know, if there's a line you step over where your behavior is now too much, you're supposed to just step over it, not like piss past it. And I, I use the driving as an example. That driving is so far over the top that it makes it not relatable because nobody I would ever understand or relate to would ever drive like that. That's just like too much. It's not a bit too fast and a bit reckless and not concentrating. It's ridiculously fast and ridiculously arrogant and ridiculously rude to everybody and ridiculously full of himself and ridiculously derogatory to like uh, spiritual forms and stuff he doesn't understand. Uh, He just turns up and immediately starts insulting people You think with that mentality, you'd never have made it as a doctor. You you know, you've got to have some fucking humility in life or you don't make it at all. And I think that's all I want to say. I think there's a better film in here. I think he was good enough in Infinity War that I kind of like the character now. But as a first outing, this was this was no better than like all, all right. And I'll leave it there.
1: Becca, yes, um, yeah. Just go back to what I was saying at the at the start of this film. Um, start of the film, but the start of the show. Um, going to this, I was quite excited, but then I came out of it thinking I enjoyed it, but I'm not sure why. Um, yeah, it's one of those films I kind of. I felt like I should have read the comics to you know about. Like the point they're making about the final villain at the end, I kind of didn't, I was like, who is he? I want to know more about him. Why is he such a threat? Um, but again, my overarching, you know, the main thing that still that stands out to me about this film um, is in, in terms of um, the visuals and and the effects as well, and the way it plays with time and the notions of time, um, and how those can that kind of can can quickly be kind of you know reversed. Um, I think that's done in a really clever way. It's very stylish. I so, think thing I take away from this film is just how visually stunning it looks. And I think in terms of the whole... Well, yeah, for me, in terms of the visuals um, and the whole of the Marvel canon so far, it's probably some of the best visuals that we've seen. So that's my big takeaway from this film.
0: I think the only sort of slight rebuttal on that, I would say, is I agree with that, everything you said to a degree in that I see your point on everything <laughs> I said. Do I think it's the best visuals? Don't know. I have really thought about it. Do I think... Um, they've handled time well but I think I go back to the point I made a few minutes ago it handled it well within the realms of what the three of us can imagine and we're not screenwriters I think it needed a much more like inventive sensibility than it actually got it played with time which is interesting and you know different but it would have been interesting to see them do just something a bit more with it
1: Definitely, hopefully that'll be coming in, in the sequel. So so yeah. you
0: think it should have just gone all in? Like be like, you know what,
2: let's just be like the batshit Marvel film and just embrace it rather than like yes. like what rather, rather than the the, the stereotypical cutty cutter um framework with a few interesting ideas in there. Rather yeah. than just like let let's just take
0: let's just go the whole hog and just go for it. Yeah, I mean, there's every chance that I've been sat here being even more negative about it, to be honest. I I don't really know. I just know that it's it's tried to do something different, but what it's trying to do different is kind of superficial. Actually, under the surface, it's a pretty standard Marvel film. And it it would take a lot more bravery in execution than they think, Mm. than they've actually shown, but probably think they have yeah I, I think they probably might do might be
1: better that's... as a standalone production rather than as you say in the kind of the quite restricted world within the Marvel movie
0: within the Marvel MCU maybe I don't know I'm I'm making it sound worse than it is but sorry anyway Chris uh,
2: yeah I mean it
0: could very well be that the Doctor Strange 2
2: will probably work better for you because as I said before like this film's probably done all the heavy lifting now so all those problems you have won't be an, as an issue now uh so, there there is that possibly possibly going forward. Um, yeah, I, I get why it won't be people's favourite Marvel, Marvel movie. Um, I it, it it's one of those films where I enjoy it when it's, I enjoy and I appreciate it when it's on. Uh, and when I walk away, it's like I feel kind of almost indifferent about it. But at the same time, I do sort of I do actually appreciate the. The, just the ideas and like the experimentation of doing things just a bit differently uh I, there, there is a journey there there's a uh, there is also... oh, a hell
0: of a journey he goes from uh, the most arrogant human being you've ever seen to literally letting himself be killed anything up to hundreds if not yeah. thousands of times
2: yeah definitely um for the sake of humanity yeah and um but there is wasted here. mas, mas Mikkelsen's just like why? Why get him to do this one? Like, just why? Um, <clears throat> you could have you, you literally hired anyone in that film to, to do that performance. Any bog-standard actor, it wouldn't have made any difference. It just feels like such a waste for it to be Maz Michelson. But anyway, um, uh, yeah, most of the cast are, are great. Uh, I'm looking forward to see what happens with Mordo, with... Uh, I can never pronounce his name. Edge I Think it. Yeah, I've said that, no, that was close yeah. enough.
0: That was pretty close. <laughs> um for yeah.
2: But uh yeah, Tollsworth's great in it as well. Um so yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to see what they do next time around. Uh but yeah, for me it's kind of generally up to middling Marvel film <laughs> if that makes any sense.
0: I mean the thing is, for everything I've just said, it's kind of good enough. I didn't walk out hating it. Yeah. yeah. And it and it and it and it and it feels like Marvel, which is quite difficult when you think the average viewer doesn't know the source material, and this has got to fit in the same world as Iron Man and yeah. stuff. So I think they've actually done a, a very good job in one respect. Just I'm, I wasn't sure. I, I'm hoping Doctor Strange proves me wrong. I'm I'm not sure he can lead a film. I, I he, he was, but a, I was perfectly happy with him in Infinity War.
2: Hmm.
0: Nice to have as this sort of acerbic side presence in a scene. But there you go.
2: Yeah, I mean, we'll get to Finny World, but it's quite, it's quite amazing that the fact you have Doctor Strange, Iron Man and Spider-Man, and Guardians kind of working together, and it doesn't seem jarring.
0: <laughs> no, it feels overstuffed, and I will argue that when we get there, but like the constituent parts play nicely enough. Yeah. Um, I think it's a better piece of filmmaking than film. Yeah, that's tower, I think, fair. I think it's a towering achievement, but the end result is not as good as people were losing their shit over last year. I have a feeling Endgame will be. I've, I've kind of bought into the fucking hype a little bit on that, but we'll see. Um, I, I think killing off in, in inverted commas some of the characters will just give everything a bit more breathing space because
1: yeah, it, be, it wouldn't be as
0: busy. In, Infinity War—they just th- had to throw everything in, and I know why they had to do it, but it hurt the film.
1: It's a bit too much, yeah.
0: Mm, I totally. Um, it's 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 even worse for, than Civil War for that but um, I think I, I'm talking so harshly about Doctor Strange and the thought occurs it might be I don't know enough about it Chris I
1: Possibly.
0: don't know enough about him I'm not giving him his full credit
2: if only he had some facts to assist you in that they Maybe. have to be fun it's been a yeah. long
0: evening on the end of a film I don't enjoy that much
2: well of course because you know what facts aren't fun
0: well, I think we've got a partner on here who is not our sexual partner, who is, um, is who has an excellent track record of combining things that are factual and enjoyable. Becca.
1: Yes. Drum roll, please. Thank you. Um, I got some like really long facts, so you have to bear with us, please.
0: That's all right. We'll pad this shit out a bit.
1: Thank you. <laughs> well, I found one that was quite interesting, and then I found two more, and I was like, "Oh, they're also quite interesting." Okay then. <laughs> um. Yeah. Fun facts number one. Um. This is not really fun fact, but <laughs> also you will know at the end of the film. Um. There's a message that reads, "Driving well to the. Basically, driving while distracted is hazardous to your health." Right. I think it's quite funny. So it basically warns against dangerous driving, as we see in the film. But it's also part of a running joke in the Marvel movies about these health messages being at the end rather than at the beginning.
0: Right. Uh, well, it's a joke in this film, isn't it? Reading the it warnings is, yeah. after you've fun. done the silly spell, which is works as a joke.
1: So, yeah, obviously, number two, Stanley's cameo is on the bus reading Oldest Huxley's The Door's Perception, which recounts Huxley's, um experiences while taking LSD and various other And he was laughing his drugs. ass off at it. Yeah, obviously I think that's it's hilarious. But obviously mm. I th- I think you know, you to a certain extent you have to think obviously it is the kind of mid sixties, seventies. There's a lot of that going around at the time and you know, Marvel have always vehemently denied, Oh, there's no drugs during the creation, especially with the character got strange But you have to think, mm, really? And maybe that's why he's laughing. Maybe that's why he's like, Oh, that's hilarious, you know. But, well, uh, Stan anyway, Lee
2: taking an L S D.
1: Fucking hell. Never <laughs> I would like
2: to read that book though I would like to read more uh, huxley's work
1: mm, definitely definitely
2: especially brave world I need to
1: yeah you know, I can yeah I can for sure um, recommend that I'm always yeah. interested in those kind of, sort of strand of sci sort of alternate worlds um and kind of what ifs and, and those kind of things so it, it's probably the
2: one dystopian book that actually looks like it it's closest to what might actually happen
0: oddly
1: yeah it it is it's pretty much kind of there unfortunately yeah, it's it's pretty much it's one of the more like be- believable ones, I guess. It could actually happen in real life. And um, for fact, number three, the Sanctum Santorum is located at one hundred and seventy-seven A Bleecker Street in New York's Greenwich Village. Should you ever want to go there? I think it might be a shop now, but it's a very tr- very trendy part of town, um, popular with artists and
2: and wizards alike. And
1: wizards alike. Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> another word, but I decided not to. Um. Fun fact number four. Mads brother Lars provides the voice for Doctor Strange in the Danish dub of a 2007 animated movie of the same name. And he also appeared previously against Com- uh, Benedict Cumberbatch's Sherlock Holmes as Charles Magnuson in Series 3, Episode 3, His Last Vow. And I've also, as my epic fun fact number five, I have this really interesting fact from IMDb.com, <laughs> which I thought was really interesting. So it says, Coming back to Adams are the sixth and seventh, respectively Sherlock Holmes actors to appear in Marvel Comics feature. Also Christopher Lee played Sherlock Holmes in 1991 um, and then was also an enemy in Captain America 2, Death Too Soon. And then Jeremy Brett in the 1980s played Holmes and The Adventures of Sherlock Holmes, um, which is a series about old as I am. Uh, was in of Guilt, Models and Murder in 1978. And then obviously Rob Downey Jr. Uh, played Sherlock Holmes in the Guy Ritchie movies um, and obviously appeared as an Iron Man. And then obviously Rachel McAdams appeared, and um, plays Irene Adler in the same films. Um, and then obviously coming into she the most recent adaptation, in the
0: second one she was page. completely
1: wasted, unfortunately. Yeah, she's got a habit of these films but she's not kind of like a star. But otherwise, go back and watch Mean Girls; that's a really good film. Um, and then obviously coming to recent recent times, Emma Cullen played Holmes in *Mr. Holmes*, from, um, depicting the detective in the later stages of his life. And obviously, his Magneto in the X-Men series. And then, obviously, we have Martin Freeman, who played, um, played Dr. Watson, um, was obviously appeared um, in Civil War, and, you know, been in the series for a while, which I think is quite interesting. So, and yeah, then
2: you he got both uh, Frodo and Smeagol, and uh, yeah, for, uh, yeah, and also um, the Holmes and Watson in the same Marvel Universe.
1: Yeah, everything. Also, you've got the Trek, the Star Trek link, and you've also got the, uh, the Bond link as well, which is very cool. What bond link?
0: So, what's the bond link?
1: Obviously, Miles is the fifth actor to play a villain in both comic book. Oh, and sorry, I was film, thinking of those. Two. A and Captain Rayputi. Yeah, Louis sorry. Jordan obviously was on Octopusy and something. Christopher Walken was future Co obviously and Batman Returns, and then Christopher Fox being Inspector and also in the Green Hornet, and then the the Star Trek one, which is really really long, just says each Doctor Strange feature has had a Star Trek actor. Michael Ansara, who's the Klingon. Kang in Star Trek, the voice the Ancient One, but he was uncredited. And then in the nineteen seventy eight version, um, was Jeffrey Combs. Was he from Reanimator? Yes.
0: Jeffrey Combs, Jeffrey yeah, he plays, Yeah, he's, he's been in various in, Trek, in and yeah.
1: out. Um,
2: he's also the the crazy FBI guy in The Frighteners.
1: That's the one. Yeah, I haven't seen that in a long time. And um, too. so he's he's in his own, well, also in a in a bizarre adaptation of, of Doctor Strange. Um, George Takei plays Sulu famously. and was Wong. <laughs> Sins of the Father, Chapter One. Dot Strange, 1996. We um, had Pronakich appear in *Homecoming*, and then was also at one in *Doctor Strange* in the 2007 animated cartoon uh, animated film. Um, famous voice actor Kevin Michael Richardson, who is a legend, voiced several aliens in *Star Trek*. Uh, into Darkness. was also played um, portrayed Mordo in the animated film, which is in 2007. Uh, and then obviously, Cover back to is Sing, who actually wasn't singing <laughs> *Conan Sing. Um in, uh, uh, yeah, into darkness obviously is appears in Aspects Strange. Um but then also you've got J.K. Note plays the music for both of Strange and Star Trek movies. I think that's I always think that's really interesting yeah. when you've got the two kind of groups kind of feeding into each other. I just think that's really cool, especially now, obviously Fox, uh, Disney having bought out Fox, so it'll literally be like one universe. We'll have like the multiverse.
2: Oh, you got to wait for oh, you got to wait for Disney to uh, get their hands on uh, Warner Brothers and then.
1: That'll, That'll be it. DCs
0: That'll
1: be it. Well. I want to know about The Simpsons, though. Please let me... <laughs> I oh, think they've saved The
0: Simpsons. It's past... <laughs> years past its best.
1: I know. I thought it was quite funny.
0: Freaking let it die. Yeah, uh,
1: they need to end it now.
0: No, I mean, if people are still watching it, it doesn't offend me that they still make it. I, I never understand people like that, who are like... I mean, I know I've just said it, but people say it with, like, real venom. Like, they, you know, oh, I can't believe they're still running If people are watching it, great. But I, I don't... You know, its viewership isn't anything like it was. It's like, just and don't watch time... it. Just and it, but yeah, but every time they churn out a new season, it is it is diminishing returns in terms of the overall candle of that show was amazing after ten years, and after mm-hmm. thirty, it's like not, and it, it it is almost hurting it in that it's not as special a show as it used to be in any way, and I th- I don't think it will be remembered with the same. Um, affection as it should be but like yeah just don't watch it it's no point you know it's like uh, if if they want to keep putting it on that's fine but it wouldn't be my first worry in the merger believe me
2: can you imagine if they're still like making like friends or something like that
0: there are far more deserving properties out there of of like you know disney um there are far more interesting fox properties for like disney to actually try to do something with yeah than The Simpsons, which is just mediocre TV now. Or or it was last time I watched it, which was years ago, but I was watching Well, yeah, all... we
2: have to ask yourself, what will Disney do better? Do you know what I mean?
0: I don't think they're going to do much different. They they will encourage certain things, like Pixar make more sequels now, but Pixar are still a relatively independent studio. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I still think, like, whatever creatives there are at Fox will be given a shot to do something. There'll be there'll be exceptions because if it's a Marvel property, they'll give it to Kevin Feige. It'll be it, yeah,
2: it, it'll be when
0: basically... when people say, I mean, people are genuinely going, oh, huh, everything will be PG thirteen. It's like, well, not all Disney output is now. So how is that box? No, like? yeah, exactly. I don't know if that that's still owned by Disney, but it was for a like, long time.
2: You know what? It'll mostly be it'll mostly be a copyright thing. They'll like own the copyright. Yeah. So like, so if they want to, so they want to reference something. Let let's just say like yeah.
0: Uh, Marvel want to reference. Put Avatar in their th- they can put Avatar in their theme parks now.
2: Yeah. Or if like Marvel want to reference the X-Men, they can do. Do you know what I mean? There'll be nothing yeah. to stop them from doing it. Uh, I, I,
0: I, it will have effects because it always has effects. But people who see Disney as like this this evil thing, it's like, well, Lucasfilm, if you don't like the new Star Wars films, that's, that's, Lucas, that's Lucasfilm, not Disney. It is Disney. Disney own it, but they're still an autom- autonomous studio. Marvel's product is very good, generally speaking. You know, it's not for everybody. Nothing ever is, but their their record is so good. But there there is a danger
2: of having the, the monopoly of all of these things. But then again, like all monopolies, they end up falling down.
0: My my biggest, my actual biggest worry with monopolies is the ter- they now have carte blanche to impose the most restrictive terms terms on cinemas. and say you will show if you want this film you have to take that film and if you take that film you have to take it on these terms and you'll have like films in a guaranteed number of it'll be like it is now but more so films in a guaranteed number of screens for a certain number of showings a day for a certain number of weeks with with studios taking more and more of the money and forcing their sort of less impressive product on them as well, that's where a monopoly worries me, it doesn't worry me in and of itself, they own different studios because those different studios have different regimes under the hood.
2: Yeah. I suppose, I suppose how you look at it, really, because you could even, like, say, like, even, let's just say, the different studios themselves all kind of are part of the same group anyway. So it's just like, it, it, it's just like, well, what relative are we talking here? Uh, but, yeah, yeah, you're, you're right in terms of, that, that that is a worry plus also the fact that they'll they got the the streaming service apparently coming out have not they So they're going to like basically Yeah sort they of need win con-
0: a- they they need contact, content for that as well so the more they own the better i mean they did have to sell some things apparently to get it through but it's not really the point i am I'm, I'm uneasy with it only from that perspective of student cinemas won't catch a break now home release you know distribution channels won't catch a break now mm-hmm. And and that's that could be negative, but I'm not worried that they're gonna suddenly you know have a, a you know a PG rated Deadpool. I know they put a film out at Christmas, but if they make another Deadpool film, it will be R rated. I, I don't think they're that stupid. They're not going to make an Alien film that's like PG rated.
2: Mm.
0: You know they they've, they'll still do hard R things. They got they own Touchstone as well. It's and they own 20th Century Fox. I think these films will come out. Still yeah. come out. With twentieth century fox on them.
2: Yeah, you're probably right in terms of like let's say Devil for example, like uh it has every I'm not saying it definitely won't happen, but it's every the same chance that it would happen if Dizzy didn't own it. Do you know what I mean? Mm.
0: Yeah. Well they didn't at the time. That ate that uh, one at Christmas. Um I I tend to think <coughs> you'll carry on having output put out under the different headings, the different banners. And I think fox might become to disney what once upon a time united artists was to like mgm it's slightly more adult grown-up imprint but i don't know for certain i don't think they know for certain i think they're still trying to figure it out Mm -hmm. but i I don't ownership doesn't worry me from a filmmaking perspective it worries me from a film distribution perspective yeah it really does I don't
2: know. Yeah, yeah, you put yeah, because that's exactly what it is, isn't it?
0: Um... Any more for any more folks?
2: What for fun facts? Fun facts or we've
0: done had a fruit, have we? There's been actually a bit uh... much in the of your fruity corner. Uh, uh,
1: there, an was an there was, there an, was apple. an apple. There was an apple.
0: There was an apple.
1: Oh yeah, an apple. Like...
0: And actually, the apple went everywhere from brilliant to awful. <laughs> so you can give it any <laughs> review you like now.
2: <laughs> well, there you are. I think you just said it. <laughs> Uh, what if, uh, what if else to say? Oh, yeah. Um, Tony Todd did original recording of uh, Dumano uh, oh, really? when, when they were oh, trying to yeah. figure out whether. Yeah, so if it wasn't going to be Cumberbatch, it would have been Tony Todd yeah, doing cool. the
0: voice. That Which... would have been a better idea. But there you go.
2: Yeah, but I, then I, I, like can, I
0: can kind of see that. Yeah. I suppose we had puppy news last week.
1: Oh yeah, random puppy news. Um... <laughs> no, hang do, on, I just... a minute.
0: before you go, in, have you got some? Because before you go into it, I- I've done a jingle.
1: Yeah, so let's hear this jingle. Come on.
0: No, I, I need to edit that because you were so clearly aware I've done one. It's meant to be a surprise. <laughs> so hang on, a minute. let's try that again. On that, I've done a, I've, uh, you've got some. I've, got, I've done a jingle.
1: <gasps>
0: got, hey, wow. Oh, for fuck's sake, Becca. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I tried
0: to sound like I didn't know what you were on about. No, I know, but now you sound—it sounds like an infomercial. There's got to be a better way. Right, let's try this again and act fucking natural. I'm not going to say anything. Right. Well, one of you, like, right. I've, I've. Right. Let's try again. Uh, so, if you have got some, I've done a, I've done a jingle. I, c- I couldn't sleep last night, so I've done a jingle for Poppy News. Um. I've worked really hard on it. Do you want to hear it? Let's hear it. Alright, here it is then.
1: How much is that doggy in the window? Puppy <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> oh, I can tell <laughs> you worked all night.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, God.
1: I'm really impressed, you know, you sound very serious.
0: Right. No, I just
1: thought it was quite funny. Um, my puppy keeps on bringing things into the garden, so last week she brought in a worm and then last night she brought in a snail. <laughs> the snail a poor little snail it's like literally play, you're playing that forever game of what's in my dog's mouth and very you know very often it'll be like a twig or a stone or a leaf no it's a snail thanks pup so yeah just thought i'd let you know
0: that's a bitch folks <laughs> she is quite literally all right a bitch. well more, more on that successful segment <laughs> With less faux surprise from Becca in future weeks,
2: we should really call the segment "Life's a Bitch."
0: Life's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'd have to redo my jingle now. I did that about I did that about three o'clock in the morning because I couldn't fucking.
1: You, you wouldn't get Patty Page to sing that, would you?
0: What life's a bit? Well, I I, I could just say life's a bitch over it, I guess, because it's kind of lazy anyway. Let's be honest; I put very little effort in. But yeah. Alright.
2: I wonder if you get, get away with that as a sitcom idea. Like, <laughs> what a, one, one, idea. one person and their female dog are life's a
1: bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it's been done. Probably.
0: In this episode, Dolly has a stash <laughs> <laughs> Hygiene suit.
2: Yeah, you just have, like, yeah, it could just be, like, full, of, like, sort of what. Rude sounding things that aren't actually rude when, when you actually watch it. It's like, oh, well, well. it's <laughs>
0: actually about a female dog. <laughs> all right. You can find me at the Pasty Kid nineteen seventy six on Twitter.
2: Uh, you can find me at Cinematronics on Twitter, and you can also find uh, all the old shows at cinematronics.co.uk dot uk. And
1: you can find us on Twitter at the Expect to Talk. You can also drop us an email at stalkbygmail you can also find us on Facebook, type in Do You Expect Us a Talk? And you can also find us on all oh, good streaming sites um, iTunes, Podbee, Stitcher, um, and various other places where we might be. Um, Podbean is another one that we recently discovered. We'll try to get on there if we can. Um, and you, obviously, you can also visit Chris's website and you can also find us on YouTube.
0: Okay, so deep we're well into phase three now. It's all going pretty well. We're about to move into 2017, which is the first year in which Marvel released three films. Um, First up is next week's show, Which Means Becca.
1: Do you expect to talk or return with Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2?